The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 17th of April. In your Squiz today, world peace is on the agenda. The job figures for March are out. Malcolm Turnbull to release his memoir and an unmissable wedding in Friday Lights. This is your Squiz today. Amidst the global coronavirus pandemic, some world leaders are taking the opportunity to push for world peace. Secretary General of the UN Antonio Gutierrez made the initial call on the 23rd of March saying it is time to put armed conflict on lockdown and focus on the true fight of our lives. French President Emmanuel Macron is picking it up and running with it, Claire. He is, and he says that he's made some significant progress by getting the permanent members of the United Nations Security Council on board. According to Macron, uh, Donald Trump, Xi Jinping, Boris Johnson all back a plan for a global ceasefire, and he says that he thinks that Vladimir Putin, Russia's president, would agree as well. How likely is it that something like a truce or world peace could actually happen? Depends what you mean by truce or world peace, I guess. (laughs) And look, this is uh, exactly the sticking point after, as you say, uh, the Secretary General of the United Nations made that call back in late March. It stalled because those nations were concerned that if they signed the sort of Uh, resolution that Guterres was looking for, it would really put them in a difficult position, particularly given they're in some very dangerous war zones like Afghanistan, uh, Syria, and all sorts of other places. But what Macron has done is craft a new resolution that doesn't exactly demand that they do it, but certainly expresses that intention. The government has started to look at the next phase of our approach to containing and managing the COVID-19 pandemic. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has laid out a three-point plan that the government will use to assess the likelihood that restrictions can start to be lifted. Take us through it, Claire. And this is all predicated on the basis that the curve stays flat. What Morrison said yesterday is that there needs to be a broader testing regime. Australia is already world leading when it comes to testing, but he says that we need to be a bit broader so uh, we can catch cases before they run away. We need to have industrial capacity contact tracing and that's code for a great big new app that would trace our every Mm. move. And also he says that we need the capability to respond quickly to any outbreak and we're not there yet, but in four more weeks there should be some progress on that front and there'll be more to say. But the situation is remaining the same for at least the next four weeks in terms of lockdowns and restrictions. Yeah, get hunkered in. We're going to be here for a bit longer. (laughs) And the National Cabinet met up yesterday sorting out school, trying to sort out schooling for Term 2 was on the agenda. What's the latest there? There's seven principles that the National Cabinet has released, not principles as in P-A-L-S, but P-L-E-S. What um, they're going to do is, long story short, just listen to the advice of your local state and territory government about what Term 2 looks like. But certainly everyone wants kids back at school. They're just trying to work out a way to do that. There's a link in the Squiz Today email for a good summary of what's happening state by state. A quick update on numbers. Global cases are at 2.07 million. There have been 140,000 deaths and 520,000 cases have recovered. In Australia, there are 6,468 cases and our death toll sits at 63. Head to the Squiz Today email for more details on COVID-19 stories. 
The job figures for March have been released. Unemployment moved up 0.1% to 5.2%. Overall, it was a slightly better result than expected. That rise in unemployment in March saw 20,300 people out of work, but it's the last number that we're going to see in the fives for quite some time. Uh, What Treasury has already said is that we can expect to see unemployment hit 10% probably in the next month or two. That's a really steep increase and of course devastating for those hundreds of thousands of people who are out of work as a result of this crisis. Speaking of unemployment, over in the US, updated numbers show that 22 million people have now applied for jobless benefits. That makes it the worst period for job losses in US history. It's quite an astounding number. It's been a while since we had an update on the situation in Hong Kong. After months of pro-democracy unrest, the health emergency of COVID-19 has put a stop to most protests. Now China's top official in the country is making a push for changes to laws relating to national security that would be a further blow to pro-democracy there, Claire. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? The back half of last year was dominated by news out of yeah. Hong Kong, but we haven't heard a lot about that since this coronavirus crisis. And now it seems that China, uh, or certainly critics are saying that Beijing is trying to use this pandemic to crack down on social unrest in Hong Kong ahead of some elections that are going to take place later this year. So things aren't all well and good there. There's still ongoing issues. A different kind of political unrest played out a little back home yesterday. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull is releasing his memoir called A Bigger Picture. It covers his childhood and business and political life, as well as his take on the leadership spill in 2018. Where we got to yesterday with some uh, coverage in the media about what is in that memoir ahead of its release on Monday is that he's not a particularly huge fan of our Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Uh, He says that there's a debased media culture uh, that has an influence over our country's politics, which isn't healthy. Uh, not a particularly big fan of Tony Abbott. So lots of people who will be very interested in getting into the details of that book next week. The book will be released on Monday. Love a four-day week, Claire. It means we're at Friday Lights already. And if you're missing going to weddings, no need. You can relive the whole experience via one incredible photo shoot featuring One Direction's Louis Tomlinson and the one and only Barbie. Look, it's really incredible what this wedding photographer has done and uh, styling these dolls and enacting this whole wedding through about 50-odd photos. It's such a journey. It feels exactly like a real wedding. We've all been to weddings, maybe maybe not with so much drama, <laughs> but it's definitely yeah. worth a look. Check it out. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You've also included a link to a Vanity Fair profile on Princess Anne ahead of her 70th birthday. And it's one of those profiles that's chock full of interesting tidbits. Princess Anne, of course, has had a bit of a resurgence in popularity of late Mm. uh, after the last series of The Crown, where she was shown to be a pretty practical kind of uh, young woman from that series with a very sharp tongue. If for nothing else, check out the profile for her response to a kidnapping attempt. It's well worth (laughs) it. read. And if you're near the kitchen this weekend, which you should be because you should be at home, we've included a recipe for Matt Moran's roast pumpkin with lentils, tahini and za'atar and it looks delicious. So definitely check that one out as well. 
What's the subject line today, Claire? Subject line today, I've gone for Billy Idol's song, Eyes Without a Face. <laughs> what <laughs> I know. made me think <laughs> of our squiz sayings today. Uh, Laura Daniel is a Kiwi TV presenter. For some reason, she tried to bake a cake in the oh. likeness of Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, and it did not go well. If you are someone that believes you eat with your eyes first, then you will not be going anywhere near this cake. <laughs> it's not It's good. not good. Check it out in the Squiz Today email. And I think that's all from us. Short weeks, a good week. We like those. Get into the weekend again. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good one. Stay inside and we will talk to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Thank you.